there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm John Sears. Keith is gone again. Mother Nature won't let him return from vacation. I'll be honest, I called about 20 people to fill in. I'm Scott Sipker. Good thing you found the best. Uh. Cheers. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. Welcome into Sound Off. John Sears along with the Iowa Nice Guy. Scott Sipker filling in for Keith Murphy. The late minute fill-in as Keith is struggling. Getting back from vacation, he's stranded in New York last night. Last we heard, he was en route from New York to Atlanta. Atlanta. And then maybe going to Cedar Rapids and then driving to Des Moines later tonight. He was supposed to be here yesterday, but he's been delayed with all the weather going to Minnesota. So... Scott Zipper filling in. Thanks for coming yeah, in. Yeah, I'm not going to feel too bad. I, you know, when I sit here next to you, John, I feel a lot shorter than when I'm here with Keith. Yeah. Look at that. Should I just, is this better? I just need to slouch down here for you, don't That's I? better, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's better. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's always fun to do the show. We'd love to have Keith here, but I'm not going to feel too bad for him. He just spent, like, what, nine days in Italy? <laughs> so. It hasn't been too rough for him. He's missed all this great weather, too. You know, I was going to try and do the whole show, John, without mentioning the weather. I apologize. Hot topic, NBA playoffs have started. No bigger surprise than the Cavaliers being dismantled Ooh. in game one by the Pacers. Who saw this coming? Indiana wins by 18 in Cleveland. The loss snaps a 21-game first-round winning streak by LeBron's teams. James has never lost a first-round series, but that may end. What do you want to talk about? NBA, spring football, Iowa, Iowa State, Major League Baseball, the weather? Give us a call right now, 282 90-10. Okay, earlier this week, Dan Patrick talked about negative sports reporting, how the media is always looking for the negative side in stories. Negative stories, hot takes, get clicks. He's right. But I want to talk about a positive NBA story, a story I loved the minute I heard about it. On Tuesday, the Lakers lost to the Rockets. It's a game that didn't have any impact on the standings, but it provided the best story in the NBA this season. Lakers guard Andre Ingram made his NBA debut, called up from the G League. That's normal late in the year, except Ingram is no young pup. He's 32 years old. Undrafted out of American University, Ingram spent 10 years in the minor leagues of basketball plugging away. Stops in Orem, Utah, El Segundo, California, and Australia, making about $30,000 a year. On the side, he works as a math tutor to make ends meet. Ingram is married with two kids. He has a physics degree and could give up basketball at any time and be fine. But his entire life, he's had one dream, to play in the NBA. That dream finally came true on Tuesday. Ingram scored 19 points for LA, the fourth highest scoring debut for any Laker ever. Chance of MVP 
raining down from the Staples Center crowd. I love this story because I can somewhat relate on a different level. It took me four tries to get a job here at WHO. Before working here, I applied for jobs at Channel 5 and Channel 8. No dice. I have loads of respect for any person in any sport or profession that keeps plugging away to get what they want. The Andre Ingram stories are the stories we need to tell kids about. Stories of perseverance and having a belief in oneself. Just like Zach Johnson and Kurt Warner, Ingram had a dream. He put in his time, kept working hard, and finally had a payoff no one can ever take away from him. It's a very cool story. Uh, since I've gotten back into the NBA, I've discovered it's truly great basketball. And that extends to the defensive side of the ball too. Yeah, you heard me right, college basketball fans. This myth that there's no defense played in the NBA, it's gotta stop. As we know, good defense takes a lot of effort. And for context, the NBA season is twice as long as college basketball, and each game is eight, eight minutes longer. This means players just can't physically play as hard as it takes to play lockdown defense every possession. Think of the difference between gardening and farming. Plus, even when NBA players are playing lockdown defense, it might not look like that because the players NBA players are trying to guard are NBA players who are the best shooters, ball handlers, and passers in the world. Think of playing Frogger on Waterbury Circle versus I-235 at rush hour. I'm not saying there's no bad defense in the NBA, but this idea that NBA players are too entitled and too selfish to play defense is nonsense based on something else, I think. What I think it, that is is a false observation based on college basketball fans feeling defensive. That if you insult their defensive ability, then the NCAA basketball game isn't the purest form of the game. College basketball fans, I promise you that you could admit that NBA as a whole is better basketball and still like college basketball more. It's not like enjoying Luke Bryan's elementary chord progressions and cotton candy lyrics, which just is empirically wrong. It's, it's more like saying you like Animal House better than The Godfather, even though you know The Godfather is a better movie. Like what you like, but don't make up stuff about what you don't like to make you feel better about what you like. That's what people do who argue weak positions, like Luke Bryan's music is deep. Uh, but you're, you're a Luke Bryan fan, aren't you? Like, no. Uh, no, no, I actually... Oh, I thought I saw no, like, some Instagram photos no, like, pretty much, at, at, at concerts I stuff. seems like an okay guy. His uh, music is... Um, it's the nickelback of country music. It's really, it's oh. really bad. Okay. Um, what Luke Bryan's lacks is uh, the use of metaphor or alliteration. If Luke Bryan were to sing, say, a song like Friends in Low Places, a Garth Brooks classic, yeah. he would actually be singing about his friends being in a canyon. Because it doesn't okay. quite, he doesn't quite understand how to use metaphor in his songs. You see how that works, John? I got you. I got you. All right, back to sports Oh, now. sports. Away okay, from LeBron. Yeah, All right, yeah. uh, the NBA playoffs. Uh, we yeah. talked about LeBron James earlier on the Cleveland Cavaliers just looking bad against the Pacers. Uh, is it starting to come to an end for LeBron? I don't think so. I, I think they're going to still pull out, win this series, and I think they'll make Too it. early to panic? I, I think it's too early to panic. Heck, heck, I'm a Cubs fan, though, and I look at the standings. <laughs> that's all I got to live on right now. Uh, but uh, I, I think LeBron's still the best player in the world. This team has no playoff experience, essentially, besides Love and, and LeBron, as far as it goes, for uh, the contributors on that team. And I think they're going to be able to pull together. 
Are they going to be able to can, beat the it, Rockets or yeah, the Warriors? Well, can the Cavs get to the finals? I think they will. Think they, I, I, I just look at the East, and I just don't. I mean, the yeah, Sixers are interesting. They're, yeah. I would love to see LeBron maybe go to the Sixers next year. That would be exciting. But I think when you look at it, LeBron is going to figure out a way. He will will his way to the finals. I'm all in on the Sixers. I kind of like them. They're throwback. I was a big Allen Iverson fan back in the day, so I kind of like the Sixers getting back into playoff mode. Uh, but, man, the uh, and everybody's saying Cavs, Warriors. I, I think there's a chance that neither of those teams make it. It all depends on Steph Curry's health as the playoffs go on, uh, how the Warriors are going to do. All right. Time for lookalikes with a local connection. Tiny ref judges. Janice says... Channel 13 reporter and anchor Justin Cernsey, our own, looks like Hawaii Five-O actor. Do not say that. Balua Koloi, Bola Kowali. I don't know. Bola Kowali. I'll go Bola Kowali. Yeah, that's Tiny ref. Good. What do you think? <laughs> not feeling Bola, Bola Kowali. I'll go with that one. That you like that good. one? Yeah, I think that's pretty good. All right, KXNO radio producer Sean Jankowski <laughs> looks like Bob Denver, also known as Gilligan. Tiny ref. <laughs> Man. Okay. Is this, I, is this a Hall of Fame one? I have to say, I'm the one who found this. You found this, it. I submitted this because I was just doing a Google search one day. I came across that Bob, De Bob Denver photo, and I thought, oh, my Lord, that's Shawnee Jenks. That's a Hall of Fame one. That's a good one. Guys, tis the season to be organized and thrifty. Cheap, stingy, and annoying. It's What's Bugging Andy next. Follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. Yuzi McUsername writes, would love to see Hornacek come back to coach some at Iowa State. Nothing against Coach Prome, but I'd love to see another Cyclone return home. He'd probably not consider a non-pro job, though. I think that's a pretty safe assumption. Safe assumption, yeah. Uh, Drayman writes, people who hate Iowa weather and live in Iowa is one of my favorite pastimes. So I'm good. I'm not quite sure I understand that. I think he's saying people that complain about the weather... He kind of likes people complaining about the weather. Oh, he likes it. Yeah, he kind of likes laughing at them complaining that's about the that's weather. That's very deep. That's yeah. very deep. Deep thought. All right, the weather outside is terrible. Not spring-like, but we are entering a special time of year. It's time for What's Bugging Andy? Well, the weather might suggest otherwise, but it is that time of year again. It's time for the garage sale. Now, the garage sale is a strange phenomenon, isn't it? I mean, it's an absolute good thing, but also an absolute pain in the arse. You have to make a sort of peace with yourself as you admit that some of the things that you paid a lot of money for are now just taking up space. I mean, I can hear my own father's voice in my head. Gee, Andy, isn't this that thing that you just couldn't live without? And now here it is, headed to a garage sale. And some last-minute sentimental feelings for garage sale items tend to pop up too, right? I mean, that box of Mama's Family on VHS, that belonged to your grandmother. And, well, she's dead now. Maybe you should hang on to it. No, 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 don't give in to the dark side of the garage sale force. Dump that stuff. The garage sale is a good thing. You can clear out your clutter, find a better solution than a landfill, 
give a little help to a stranger and maybe make a little money in the process. But of course, it's also a lot of work. Moving and pricing and sitting there all weekend as strangers pour over your stuff. That's an odd feeling, isn't it? Someone standing there, sizing up the bike that you had proudly assembled on Christmas Eve and then gave to your firstborn and then they don't want it? Are you kidding me? The people who want to know what your return policy is in case this toaster wears out early. Return policy? I'm not L.L. Bean. I'm a guy with a garage sale. And no, I won't set this item aside for you while you think about it for the rest of the day. And yes, I am selling the whole table, not just one of the legs. It's either the garage sale or the goodwill, and this won't make you any money. It's either the garage sale or become a hoarder, and pretty soon you've got the American pickers knocking on your door asking to look through that collection of antique televisions in your backyard. Just do it, folks. Grin and bear it. Hold that garage sale and suffer through a really good thing. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Oh, I'm getting ready to have a garage sale and not looking forward to it. Just a lot of, lot of junk we got to get rid of. All right, this is a popular tourist destination. Did Keith make a stop here on his vacation? Who's in your five is next and more calls. 282-9010, let's sound off. All right, who's in your five? My five favorite Instagram pictures from Keith's trip overseas. We mentioned he's en route back somewhere flying over the United States right now. All right, number five. Apparently they ran out of metal knives in Europe. You get a metal fork and a plastic knife. Keith was so active on Instagram that this is a normal picture. Like what, <laughs> this isn't interesting. That, that was interesting to him. Number four, I believe this is a toilet that possibly doubles as a sink. See, in the Memorial Union at Iowa State, they also have these questionable urinal or sink. I'm not quite sure what it is. Oh, that's a bidet? Is that a bidet? So a bidet is like got a little water that helps like clean, right? Is that what that is? That looks like a big hole. Someone might fall in there. I don't know. Uh, number three. Hmm. This looks like a statue fell over on the ground during a storm. Yes. Uh, I don't know if that's what happened. But that angel looks like it forgot how to fly. Number two. The Leaning Tower of Pisa, definite tourist picture. Keith had to do this. You knew he was going to do it. The, you know how many times? I bet they took 100 photos to get this one photo. To get it perfectly, his finger right on the tower. Number one, this was Keith's favorite European musician. I think that's an accordion that he's playing. Is that my Uncle John? I don't know. If he lives over in, in Italy, it might be. But uh, this is the number one photo on Mama Keith's Mia. vacation. And we're, uh, we want to see some more. All right, time to take some calls here. Got a couple minutes. Uh, let's go Tom in West Des Moines. Tom, what's going on? Hey, Tom, you there? Uh, this is Tom. Hey, what's up, Tom? How you doing? Okay, John, last night you were doing the sports. Yes. And you mentioned the, uh, the water polo 
match between Iowa and Iowa State. Correct. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, you mentioned it was Cyhawk, and it is not part of the Cyhawk uh, points. It is a club sport, and it does not count. Correct. We know that. <laughs> okay. I'm just. You called it a Cyhawk event last night. Well, technically, okay. well, I, I think when most people see Iowa and Iowa State, you think Cyhawk, don't you? I think it's a combination it's of the It's a club the sport. We all know that. It's not, a, it's not a, uh, you know, I think Iowa and Iowa State people think, hey, a Cyhawk showdown. Yeah, I feel like but we that's know it not, does, it's not like a point thing for the Cyhawk. Tom, Cy-Hawk. call back any time. All right. Uh, Tim, t- this is water polo night. Tim, how you doing? Water polo. I'm doing good. What's going on? Oh, Iowa State, got to give props to them. They get, beat Iowa. 15 to 2, and then they beat Harper College today in the championship game in overtime 12 to 10. Good win for Iowa State. You know what else? They, they won the Cyhawk showdown <laughs> yesterday. It was a big win for them, too. Are we really talking about water polo? I it's mean, like, I'm pedantic, right? And I, I come here, I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, I'm a Pelicans fan, I'm a Tottenham Hotspur fan. And we're talking about water polo, and I'm raising my hand Man, and it's, saying, it's that you know what, that's a little we bit. We don't even know what we're talking about right now. It's that time of year. Yeah, we we got more calls on water polo than we have about the Cubs or yeah, spring football or anything point. this time. Time to drink. Yeah, just get a drink. All right. Todd Licklider is back coaching in Division One. That and more topics as Scott and I face off next. If you want to call about anything, well, we've already talked about water polo. We crossed it off the list. Any, anything. We're done with water polo. We can talk about anything now. All right, give us a call, 282-9010. You can always email, email the show, sound off at whotv.com. LeBron's championship run is over, done. Barring him joining, joining another super team, James will not win another NBA title. That is from Gary in Huxley. All right. Time to bounce around more topics. We call it face-off. Todd Licklider is back in Division I basketball. Licklider was hired as an assistant at Evansville. I'm happy for him. He was not a good hire at Iowa, but he's a nice guy. Hopefully he finds some success with the Purple Aces. An assistant? Mm-hmm. This guy was the national coach of the year once. He was. I wish him well, but I'm worried Des Moines won't be able to satisfy his nightlife request when he rolls into Drake next year. I mean, our watching paint dry bar just closed. Come on. All right, spring football is over for Iowa State. Iowa still has another week. You get caught up in the spring football hype? Not this much since humans rode dinosaurs, John. Yeah, I don't think it's worthless as many people think. Good to see development growth, but still a long ways to go to a football season. It's Ben Simmons and Donovan Mitchell for NBA Rookie of the Year. Who you got? It's close for me. Both are MVPs of their overachieving teams. The tie for me goes to Simmons, though, because of his defense. And, and don't give me Simmons is not a rookie. By the rule book, John, which I always follow, Simon. Simmons is a rookie. For me, it's easy. It's Mitchell, and no, Simmons is not a rookie. Yes, he was injured all last season, but he got to watch, train with, and learn from NBA players. Not a rookie. Sorry, Ben. Tough luck. Fake news. The Seahawks reportedly arranged a workout for Colin Kaepernick, but later postponed the trip because Kaepernick declined to stop kneeling during the national anthem. You okay with this? If Kaepernick is good enough to play, I'd like to see him get a job, but this is how the NFL operates. It's a league where the power center lies with the owners, not the players. I am interested to see how Kaepernick's lawsuit against the NFL turns out, though. In February, U.S. News & World Report ranked Iowa as the best state to live in. Now, that same magazine ranks Des Moines as the fourth best city to live in. Let's be honest, we should be number one, but 
I guess we can settle for top five. Settle, John? Mm -hmm. Iowans don't settle, we unsettle. Denver, Colorado Springs, and Austin, you better watch your back. Coming for you. Over, under, overrated, the Oakland Coliseum. Underrated, the Coliseum in Italy. I love, love the Coliseum in Italy. I want to be there. I want to go visit that someday. All right, we got a couple more calls here before we uh, get going. Let's take uh, line number one. Oh, all oh, right, hold blah, up, hold blah, blah, blah. Shut your pie holes. One, We're one minute. All right, let's wrap it up, boys. Tiny ref out. I'm getting this. This chair is actually sinking. You're sinking down. All right, uh, Scott's Uncle John on what? line one. Is this Scott's Uncle John? You there? Yes, I'm here. Yeah. So, John, are you are you actually Scott's uncle? Yes, I am Scott's uncle. You don't play the accordion. I, and I do not play the accordion. That's him. That's so what he looks like. He plays the organ. <laughs> He's got a mustache. He looks just like John. You got to grow your mustache out. Man, we are. Hey, how do you feel about water polo? Sorry, I cut him. Oh, off. you cut off my uncle. We, we got to keep going. Hey, oh, uh, my Les Lord. and Ames. Les, our boy Les. What's up, Les? Hey, what's up, John? Hey, just want to give a quick shout out to ISU football. I know it's a long ways away, but big things are coming this year, man. Nice to see you on the show, Scott. Woohoo! Hey. All right, cheers to that. Storm's brewing. Football season only about five months away. Less always good to hear from you. Let's do one more. Uh, John in Valley Junction. John, what's up? What are, you, what are you talking about tonight? Hey, hello. Hey, you guys are doing a great job. Thank I you. I don't miss Murphy at all. Oh, oh. Me neither. Me neither. That's a promo. Get a drink I got for that. Water polo. Do, are they, those guys actually treading water? They are, yeah. They're treading water the entire time. Unless they're really tall, then, then they, can, <laughs> they can walk. Thanks, guys. All right. That'll do it for us. Keith should be back next week, but no promises. Uh, we hope you are too. We're going to leave you uh, oh, with. Uh, we, the eagle. Oh, oh. Sh- it's awake. It's awake. Scott, salute. This is America. I'm- oh! oh! <laughs> Poopy! Poopy! <laughs> you saw that. You know. You know, birds actually, they just have one track for poop and pee, so that actually is called poopy. That's true, John. Um, I don't know if that's a technical that's term. That's totally true. But we'll go with it. This is America. We live in America. And this is our friend America right here and its baby. Look at this. Do you think they love water polo? Do you think they'd be good at water polo? You know what I saw yesterday? If they're trout in there, they'd be good at it. What, John? What I did saw you see? the Cyhawk water polo showdown at the new YMCA. Oh, yeah? Who yeah. won? Cyclones won. Oh, wow. All right. Sound off. It's been fun. I still don't care. Thanks, Scott. Have a good one. (laughs) See you next week. I love water polo.